The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm telling you, this could be a number one hit for you. Well, I mean, I did have the lunch thing before. Yeah, lunch date with Sarah, and then how many new episodes of that have you filmed? None. Yeah. So well, it wasn't like, like people were clamoring for it. Nobody wrote me, and they're like, I miss <laughs> you as my lunch date, Sarah. Well, we put two up. You know, you got to throw some stuff out there, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But Sarah's samples... Sarah, I think this could be this could be the next big thing. Mm, like, what kind of samples? Well... And how much, and how long, and how much do they them. cost, and are they free? We'll figure out a way to get it paid for. Mm. But, I mean... You're gonna have to eat a lot of samples, like a lot on camera. Okay, we we'll, we'll flush out this okay, idea. Okay, now it sounds like you're trying to pimp me out or something. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody of something very important, and that is that the Portland Podcast Festival is coming up on November 9th and 10th. And you should get your tickets now. We have right been working now. very long and very hard right on this. Now. And we would love for you to attend this uh, podcast festival. We have a plethora of different shows. Yeah. All kinds of amazing people will be performing that night and uh, both nights, actually. Yeah. So it's two nights. So please go get your tickets. PDXPodFestival.com. Yes, you can pick them up right there. We've got the entire lineup for each night. November 9th is going to be at Landmark Saloon. Six different shows there. Really great and I'm, I mean this too, all the shows on the festival this year are really fantastic. I mean, it was hard to whittle it down. There's some really good ones that didn't make it. It was extremely it, but this, difficult, yeah. This is, the ones we ended up with, I mean, I am 100% confident in all of them, and you'll want to see them live perform and, and perform as part of this thing. So November and- 9th, six shows. November 10th, 16 shows on two different <laughs> yeah. stages. So everybody's doing like a 20-minute version of the show, so you can pick and choose what you want to watch. You have some drinks. Maker's Mark is the sponsor. And I've been told there are going to be $5 shots of Maker's Mark the entire night. Yes. $5 shots. And by night, he means both nights. Both nights. Yes. $5 shots <laughs> of Maker's gotcha? Mark. <laughs> That's it. That just sounds like fun. Um so, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. So please uh, pick up your tickets to each night. They're sold separately. $10 for Landmark Saloon, $20 for uh, Hawthorne Theater what and Lounge. It is a really good deal. And we just we would so appreciate to see your smiling, wonderful faces there. I mean, we put a lot of work and time into this. And yeah. um, to have it pay off and see people come and enjoy it is the best thing. We so. just want people to have fun. We do. Yeah. And, and we'll be performing on the Hawthorne night. I'll be also performing at the Landmark one for uh, Beards, Booze, and Bacon, one of the other podcasts I do. So it's it's going to be fun. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, get your tickets. PDXPodFestival.com. November 9th and 10th. All right. But Friday back, and Saturday. Back to what we were talking about, though. Sarah's samples, the new show that we're trying to work out here. Okay, I feel I'm like you're trying to like it. live through me or something. Like you feel like you like shouldn't eat the samples, so you're trying to force this on. Well, me. no, so you know I love samples, but I just feel like you. If we made this as like an Instagram show, and I, I'll I'll say what this is all revolving around. It's this, and our, our friend Courtney wrote this in the Fun Employment Radio chat for the Live Supporters Club. It's referencing the fact that there's a mac and cheese festival coming up this week. There is. When it first got announced, I on. <clears throat> In my email box, but mostly like on my Facebook page, I was tagged about like 30 times by different yes. people announcing the Mac and Cheese Festival. Yes. So a Mac and Cheese Festival is happening here in Portland, Oregon. This this weekend? Is that what it is? Oh, it's it is this, this weekend. weekend. I'm looking. Oh, my gosh. Sarah. Yeah. It's in Northwest Portland from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I mean, technically, if I do have to work later in the afternoon, I could still... 
but I don't think I'm going to be working. I'm, I'm going to be. Not after how much mac and cheese no, you're going to eat. No, I'm going to. So, you have to make it worth it. Sometimes you just have to commit. So. <laughs> if I did that. And it, get, they're not like sponsoring this show or anything. We just know how, what a big mac and cheese fan there is. It looks like there's like 18 different. Jesus. Things. And so what I think we should do to test out, you know, do a little market testing for this new show is have you sample each each one of these and give, you know, your expert opinion on the mac and cheese because you are our resident mac and cheese expert. I mean, you know more about mac and cheese than I do. All right, so I'm looking at this. So they have both a morning session and an afternoon session. We're doing both. <laughs> the first go around will be like our test run. We should do the afternoon one. And then we'll do the second one. I don't know if I could start eating like a whole bunch of heavy cream <laughs> mac and cheese at like 1030 in the Before morning. Before noon, you're, you're yeah. at 18 mac and cheeses. <laughs> like how many of those do you think you can oh eat? Oh my gosh, you know that they have VIP packages where you can get a very important cheesy admission. <laughs> <laughs> this is designed for you. Like how many samples do you think you could have? Would you be able to eat all, all 18? Yes. Okay. So I mean, that's not if even it's a like question. a bite, like I, I'm not, I can't eat like a bowl of everyone. But who of anybody listening live right now, who would like to watch Sarah X Dillon eat 18 samples of mac and cheese in one day via like a live Instagram video or YouTube video, like where we go around and you just try each one of them? I think this is a hit in the making. I mean, you could have your own show, like Sarah's samples. Like you travel around the world just going to sample festivals. I feel like this is your dream, but I'm okay it with accepting kind of, it. Yeah, I, I know. Do, I do love samples. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I do kind of want to go on the coast coattails for it, but I don't want to be on camera doing the samples. Because I have my fear of eating in front of people. You have to get over it. You've tried to get me, you know, get over my fear of talking in public, all those things. Like, this is one of those things that as we move forward doing a lot of videos and stuff, you're going to have to eat food on video. Eat food in front of people? Yes. On camera? It's no, I don't happen. think I can do that. We are evolving into that. Oh, God. we're evolving into a sample show? No, I'm saying but we're evolving to, if we're going to keep using video elements, you are going to, at some point, be hungry, and we're going to be I'll eating something eat. on video. No, I just won't eat. I'll just go go without eating. I mean, I I would probably rather yeah not eat than than be like a close up of me eating on camera. I don't think it would be good for anybody. Well, nobody looks attractive when they're eating. But you'd just, be great just, at ju- it. Just, I mean, I'm, I don't. I feel okay eating. My mom taught me to. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents taught me to chew with my mouth closed. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Good that. for you. You got that worked out for you. Um, I haven't told I'm a loud chewer, though. You are a loud chewer. It's weird. It's like the sound comes out of my nostrils and ears. My mouth is completely closed. And will you say that for the record? Yes. My mouth is... Don't chew with my mouth open. You are not a mouth chewer. No, but for some reason, I don't know if I have like an echo chamber in my head. I'll say this just because, you know, we we share this Fun Employment Radio studio here in Southeast Portland, our broadcast studio, and, you know, we'll we'll eat lunch in here before the show, and... um, Sarah is probably the loudest eater I have ever met not in my eater, entire life. Tr- not eater, and don't make it seem as if I'm sloppy or if things are falling out of my mouth. That will make me mad. Chewer. Chewer. That's, that's, is that your preferred yes. terminology? Well, because I chew with my mouth closed, and for some reason I feel like it echoes out of my ears and yeah. like nose, and it is so loud. Yeah. And I can hear it. As it's being noted in the chat, you have a real resonant head. It is true. It does. Maybe it like amplifies. Small. <laughs> There's something built for just acoustically. Like you amplify. I do. I have some sort of chamber in my head that amplifies my chewing acoustics. Yeah. And it makes me super self conscious. So I try to eat like, like small bites, uh-huh. and uh, no. like I try to eat slow. It doesn't matter. Like you can just hear it's it. Like a jackhammer. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it is very loud. It is. I mean, yeah. I'm, I totally admit that. Yeah. That's why I try to chew like very slowly mm-hmm. and quietly. When does I'm it ever make you nervous if like you're in a room with like a lot of other? Like it's quiet, like quiet eating. Yeah, especially if like I'm eating a granola bar or something, and it crunches. Oh, the You're crunch like, on top of it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're aware of it, so I just want to make sure. No, I am. Um, but I mean, if I if I even like, I'm admitting to the fact that I'm allowed chewer. Yeah. I think but this could still, still okay make a great video series, though. I think is this. Like I honestly some sort think of... that you could do. It? No, I really do think that you would. I think you'd be good at it. Because I'm not afraid of carbohydrates. You're not afraid of carbohydrates. <laughs> you like mac and cheese. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think you could give your opinion. People would want to know your opinions on mac and cheese. Like, let, let's try I an mean, example. I don't really have, like, the most refined palate, though. Well, but, I mean, most fancy foods I find pretty gross. Yeah, but you doesn't, it doesn't matter. You just make it up. Okay. This is television. Okay. Or Instagram. Yeah. I mean, you could just make it up. You think most of those people who, who claim to be, like, food experts on any kind of a site, other unless you're, like, a trained culinary person... No, they're just making shit up, and then people listen to it. I think you can do it. So let's let's try one. Let's try one. So I'm gonna hand you over. We'll pretend that you're eating a. It's a mac and cheese, made with mozzarella, and garlic, with some parmesan on top of it. Sarah, go ahead and tell us about this. It's very. I I don't know. I'm not a food person. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It tastes like macaroni and cheese. Is that what the review of every one of them is going to be? Mm, it's good. It's good. Well, tastes there like is some not good macaroni and cheese. I've had. This some, is where we're getting to it. I what know. are some bad mac and Bland. cheeses? When it doesn't have enough flavor. That's, okay. Uh, when it's too watery or too chunky. The, a lot of the times, like um, for example, I've I've run into this with the. Is it Annie's? That yeah, mac- Annie's mac. That's supposed to be the good mac and cheese. That cheese does not stir very well. Really? On there and then there doesn't like seem the to be like the white cheddar one. Yes, is really good. It doesn't. There doesn't seem to be enough cheese ever in the pouch, and you stir it, and all is kind of chunky, and like all of the chunks will sometimes just stick to one noodle, and then some of the noodles don't get any cheese on them at all, okay. and then it's kind of like, well, this is kind of a waste, because you're eating some bland noodles, and some of them are like, whoa, that's a whole bunch of white cheddar in my face. Boom! You just did a review of Annie's mac and cheese. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, it's exactly, this is exactly what you need to do. Like, and, and give your opinions. Okay, what do you think is the, I know you like the craft dinner, but skipping beyond the craft dinner, what are you some- You know what my favorite is. Your favorite mac and cheese? Leroy's Familiar Vittles. That's oh, my favorite yeah. mac and cheese. But that's because you have that quite a bit, too. Yeah, and, that and is also really good it is mac and cheese. the best. It is, like, hands down. Also at Landmark Saloon, where the Portland Podcast Festival is going to be. Oh, my gosh, uh, and they will be there, and they'll be having macaroni and cheese for all of you. They do uh, have- and I will admit, then, yeah, that's it's really it's good a, mac it's and cheese. It's a burned mac and cheese, so they uh, they put it in a pan and flip it. It's like basically yeah. like a mac and cheese like pie. Okay, so what are some oh, te- what so are good. tenets of good mac and cheese for you? Flavor, um, consistency. Consistency is key. You don't want to have one shitty noodle that doesn't have any cheese on it, and then the other one have a bunch. See, Annie's. Um, you want to make sure that uh, the noodles are you know cooked well enough that they're not too tough. Um, Definitely the flavor is the most important. What kind of flavors really bring out a good mac and cheese? Oh, it just all depends on what you're in the mood for. I mean, sometimes, the, you know, there are like basil mac and cheeses. There's the white cheddar, uh, the triple cheese. Triple cheese. There are ones you can add meats to them. Yeah, no, I was going to ask this. Now, in your opinion, since you are the expert, mm. um, again, we're talking to Sarah from Sarah's Samples, uh, talking about mac and cheese, one of her favorite subjects. She's going to be the mac and cheese festival this this weekend. Sampling a lot of different things. We can check, well, follow her all along for 18 different samples on Instagram. Um, so, Sarah, what when, when it comes to additives to mac and cheese, sure. you know, people like to like to try different things. You know, you see a lot here in Portland where, like, you see some of the ice creams where people throw in just like, blood <sighs> sausage and weird things. Yeah, uh-huh. um, when it comes to mac and cheese, what do you find are good things to throw in and what are some bad things to throw in? I think it all depends on what you're in the mood for. I think the worst thing that you can do, and I cannot stress this enough, is not have enough cheese in it. Because sometimes people are like, hey, I want 
mac and cheese, but I want to cut some calories. If you're going to eat mac and cheese, just fucking eat mac and cheese. Like, do not cut your calories. You're already eating starch and noodles and all that stuff. Like, if you're going to go for it, go for it. Mm -hmm. Like, don't have something Mm half-assed. Just do it. So I would say it's most important to have um, a perfect amount of cheese. Gross inside of mac and cheese. Mm. I don't know. I can't really think of any. Well, what's what's a, a understand the cheese? I think we've we've hammered that point home. There well, I'm sorry. I just cheese. feel like I'm very passionate about this, and no, you need and to I maybe understand. Not censor me. I'm not. No, I I, I absolutely understand. Is this called understand. Greg's samples or is this called? No, Sarah's I'm sorry. Samples? I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm just trying to you know conduct this interview and make sure that uh, you know get the people. You, you're the expert, and everybody wants to hear from you. So I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry if I was offensive. Um, what. Uh, I really am curious, though, with the toppings added in. What, what particular meats are good to be added to mac and cheese? Hot dogs are the best meats. Hot dogs. Absolutely. Hot dogs. Although, Hebrew Nationals, I'm a little disappointed in lately because the prices stayed the same. They're still expensive as shit. But they've cut it down from seven hot dogs to six hot dogs for the same price. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? The about Hebrew Nationals, the best Hebrew hot dogs Nation- in all the land. Okay. Well, all right. at least they used to be until they kept their price the same okay. and then took away a hot dog. Okay. I all mean, right. and they're expensive to begin with. Like, I'm, I really liked that seventh hot dog. Okay. All right. I didn't know this was an um, upsetting chicken. issue. Chicken is good. The chicken, chicken. trick. My friend. Uh, what is the chicken trick? My friend and esteemed colleague, uh, Greg Nibbler, taught me the chicken trick. The chicken trick. Where you uh, take some canned shredded chicken and you mix it in. And it not only, you know, you have your delicious macaroni and cheese, but also um, some protein in there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being asked when we do have, uh, you know, we are broadcasting live right now. And we do have some questions uh, that are coming in. Um, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Jenky uh, says, uh, Hello, do, you Mr. Add, do you add peas to your mac and cheese? That is, you're a monster and never. Okay. That is the line. Peas are not acceptable. Yes. Yeah, like broccoli is acceptable. Cauliflower is acceptable. Mm, yeah. Not peas. Not green beans. No, you have to be, I hate when people try to get a little too whimsical. Oh, peppers. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that will not. Peppers do. are not allowed. Unless it's like some sort of spicy mac, then maybe okay. that. Maybe that. Jalapenos? Works. Sure. Okay. Yes. All right. So definitely not peas are not allowed no. in there. Uh, what kind of cheeses do you use? Oh, I do like a good, well, I mean, let's let's. Uh, this is from Carl in Boston. Uh, what cheeses do you use? My wife likes to use cheddar and some kind of alpine style white cheese. Oh, that's really good. She's quite the classy lady, Carl. Okay. Um, I would say I, too, am more partial to cheddar, although I do like some white cheddar every once in a while. Some uh, mozzarella mixed in there. As I mentioned before, maybe a little pesto, a little basil. Mix it up. Oh, some pesto and basil. Mm-hmm. That is it. Always make sure that you either have a toothbrush or a piece of gum handy. Mm-hmm. That's my tip. If you're a professional mac and cheese eater, you if have to you have those. Are, and if you're going to like a mac and cheese festival, you, mm-hmm. you know, I know all of our breath is going to smell. See, there's another sponsorship opportunity mm-hmm. right there. We slide gum? that in. Yeah, your gum sponsor. Mm-hmm. After I enjoy my mac and cheese, I've had 18 samples today. My breath is bad. Here's what I eat. And then, you know, yeah. And then I loudly chew. Yeah. And then fresh, <laughs> fresh, <laughs> fresh and ready to go. It's so ready to go. Uh, perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. Any other questions? Just uh, I'm trying to see if there's any more here from the live. I mean, do you seriously think that this is still not a great idea? You being a mac and cheese person? A Sarah Samples? Well, I'm going to get like the haters that you get from You're going to get who, haters. Yeah. yeah. just like, that's you, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, yeah. You'll absolutely get that. Yeah. Yeah. That just happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I'd do it. I'm kind of excited about it. Now all I can think about is macaroni and cheese. Let's get on that media list. What about uh, Havarti? <gasps> Ooh, Havarti cheddar is pretty good. Uh, I've never had a Havarti cheddar. It's too sharp m- for me. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, it is really good, though. 
It all depends on what you because I think more for me like I do like my craft macaroni and cheese with my. It's more of a. It still has a flavor, but it's not like that mm-hmm. um, rich. Okay. So it's not too in your face. Yeah. But you can always add some butter to make it a little more creamy. A little bit of tip right there. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a no, tip from No, you know Sarah. what my tip is actually is if you want it to be creamy and you're not a big butter fan, sour cream. Sour cream. Mm-hmm. Adding sour cream to your mac and cheese. And that was a, a tip that my friend uh, a friend years ago taught me. Yep. So if you don't have milk or if you like don't want to put in milk or butter, take a big scoop of sour cream and mix that in together. Like and it gives it like a creamy, yeah, it gives it a creamy consistency. Huh. And it's pretty delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's another tip for you. Well, so many tips. I didn't realize this. The chicken trick. Yeah. The chicken trick sour is cream. still a good one, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, lots to learn here. And uh, again, talking to Sarah. Still enough, Sarah. Sample, Sarah. Thank you so much. Happy eating this Sunday. <laughs> Keelan says that he's going to strive to be the first commenter every video to say, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking <laughs> this about. This doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan says this has to be in the running for the whitest conversation that has ever happened on Unemployment <laughs> Radio. Uh, I'm sh- surely we've had a bread conversation or a... Topping conversation at some point, but yeah, this is. I think white. the I, well, I think the whitest thing I've ever heard on any show was when Scott Daly was taste testing ketchup. Ketchup, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the whitest thing to ever have happened. Yeah, <laughs> ketchup taste test, and he won. And he passed it with he flag. Passed, he, he passed it with like, a plum. Like six different ketchups, and he yeah, identified Scott all Daly, of them. Our, that was our, our geek friend, in the city. Yeah, did a, a ketchup taste <laughs> contest and said that he could tell all the different ketchups. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan says I was on that show. Yeah, yeah, still. That's Keelan that's that you were on the Oh, that was so. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, he just says, "All right, I can no longer talk shit." I wonder if he could do mayos, Ooh. like different kinds of mayonnaise. Maybe he's quite the foodie. He is. I bet Scott would be mad at me about my macaroni because he like makes you know stuff from scratch. Yeah, he'd probably be like, "Oh, like disappointed." He wouldn't be angry. He'd be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have that yeah. kind of like, Sarah, come Sarah. over to my house and I'll make you some Because he has made mac and cheese for yeah. me before, and it's very delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It's being noted in the chat, uh, lame confessions. Jacob just said, I've been known to sub some of the noodle water with some cream in when I find out too late that I'm out of milk. Some cream or sour cream? Oh, sour cream. Gotcha. Okay. I don't oh, know so if that was like the- creamer. Or something like that. I mean, I'm sure that you could use that, too. All right, well, mm-hmm. uh, he needs something for this. Lame confessions. Confessions. All right, well, there we go. All right. Hey, speaking of lame confessions, Greg, why don't you tell everybody what you did this weekend? <laughs> You're an ass. I wasn't Greg supposed to be on that. <laughs> that wasn't going to be talked about today. But, I mean, this is, might as well just make a transition. From I Mac, did from something talk. that in Portland I'm not... I, there's nothing wrong with it, but not something I ever pictured myself doing, something that I complain about publicly, and so I didn't want anybody to know that I was doing it, so thank you, sir. Um, Everybody, let's all gather around and listen to Greg in his shame spiral. <laughs> in three, two, one. Greg, so what did you end up doing yesterday? I, I know you had a long weekend, you know, like a busy week last week of getting all your new stuff in order for your new job. I know this weekend you were able to relax a little bit, unwind, Mm -hmm. um, maybe experience some things that you haven't really experienced before. Yeah. What's one of those things? Um, It's... (laughs) I, uh... I rented something this weekend. Oh. Was it a lady of the night? (laughs) It was not a lady of the night. I wouldn't call that renting. Is that what you would say with that? I mean, technically speaking, but... No, that has nothing to do with that. Uh... 
What it has to do with is, and I know this is these are available in other cities, some other cities too, but here in Portland, there's a bit of a contentious issue right now over a, an addition to the city's transportation landscape that has appeared in the last, I would say, month or so, about may, maybe two months. And it's the fact that now you can rent these electric scooters. That's already been called out. There's three different uh-huh. <laughs> companies that have them here in Portland. And I see them all over the place, and you see them all the time. They're thrown on the sidewalk because people just leave them, and then you can walk up. Slow down. And I've complained about it when they first started. Like, I almost hit this guy downtown because he just flew through a stoplight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, you idiots on these things. Scooters are the worst. People are like, there's Instagram pages like shaming them. and Mm -hmm. And then yesterday. What'd you do yesterday? I was like, huh, there's one right out there, right there. I went down and I was visiting a couple friends and I was like, well, I don't know if I download the app. I wonder how that works. And it was just, then it was more like, this, I wonder how that even works. Like when you just download an app, like fine, I'll just download the app and take oh, a look wow. at it. Like, now you're just oh, wow. Like- so now they're just all over the place. That's weird. Now you're just going to go, oh, I, I don't know what's going on. Are you trying to be like bumbling and, and like... Adorable, like you didn't know what you were doing. I rode one yesterday. I rented one. I rode it around. Probably only about ten minutes, but I got one, and I'm. I'm it is my shame. So, Greg, since yeah. there's only one of us who has ridden on the scooters in this room, there's already questions coming in, in about this. I will be honest with you. Did you? No. God, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. right, no, but I kind of I kind of want to at some point. But I want to do it in a neighborhood that I don't live in or that I don't know anybody in. You don't want in. people to see you. No, I don't want anyone I know to see me no. ever. But I totally do want to try it. And I want to try it in like some back, you know, like not on any main roads, like yeah. back in some like neighborhood where I'm yeah. not bothering anybody. Yeah. So you did it. So Yeah, consensus. there's some people that are very disappointed with me already. I can see this. You know, and if you're listening to the podcast, I understand if you want to email in with your disappointment. About God, this. even Edward, and he just went, oh, Greg. Shake my, Shake my head. head. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Jacob, I wanted to know, after you abandoned it, did you uh, park it sideways on the sidewalk so he can't push his stroller by without pushing his kids into the street? I did not abandon it on the sidewalk. I did not leave it on the sidewalk. I didn't leave it in front of my house, though. So. I was uh, going to say, but you seem like <laughs> the kind of person who's paranoid and would not leave it in Hell front no, of my I'm house. not going to leave it in front of my house. I just want people to know. Okay, it's... Yeah, and Jacob's saying uh, it's hard not to notice them when they litter your sidewalks all over your neighborhood. Yeah, they are... If you live in Portland, you've seen them. Particularly in southeast or northeast. Well, yeah, he's in downtown too. Southeast, I see them southeast, all over the place. Everywhere, they're even out. Yeah. like like close to Gresham. Like they're way out there, and you just see them all. They're all over the mm-hmm. place, <laughs> um, and people do get very angry at them. Anonymous in the chat that says, "I'll admit, I've thrown one." Yeah. Well, there's a whole thing. There's a like lots of stuff online about people hating the scooters, and there's even in San Francisco they had a big issue because people kept throwing them into the bay, um, which I'm not recommending littering, but um, that's still funny. Oh yeah, wasn't so, there? I think there's a Instagram thing because one of the companies is called like Bird or something. It's called Bird Graveyard. Yeah, and it's yeah, mm-hmm. just posts like yep. people anonymously yep. doing gross things to them, not like <sighs> molesting them, but you know, like breaking them and putting yeah. them in bodies. I wrote it. I did it. Um. It was all right. Was it fun? I'll say this. It wasn't the greatest. I mean, I thought it was going to be zip along a little faster. It's, like a zippity It's all right. And yeah. I can see it being useful if you need to get from point A to point B quickly. Um, the shocks are terrible on them. Like, because I rode down some southeast 
Portland side streets, which that's just how they are. Like they're not, you know, they're bumpy. And man, you feel every bump on those things. They're not really good for that. Uh, yeah. So would you recommend would you do it again? Um, yes, because I clicked that you have to be wearing a helmet when you click on that thing. So you absolutely were wearing a helmet, 100%. It walks you through the process, and it says, are you wearing a helmet? And you just say, yep, yes, I am wearing a helmet. They really don't go that fast, by the way. I mean, I can, I can ride faster on my bike. Well, I heard that, like, some of the brands go faster than other ones. I, well, I don't know. The one that I rode, I don't think, which I, was the Lime, one that... it wasn't... It, I mean, I could ride my bike faster up the hill than... Then it took. Oh me. god, and that must be even more embarrassing. It's like Ugh. I know, <laughs> just like I could be walking the same pace, but yeah. instead I'm a lazy. Human. I wanted to test it out. I was like, because <laughs> I have this big hill near my house. I'm like, well, we're gonna test this thing out. Uh, so yeah, I tried the lime ones, and uh, yeah, I mean it was. I mean, it was I'm, all right. I still want to try it at some point. Yeah. It wasn't quite the thrill I thought it was going to be, like the forbidden fruit. That I, I think I, was I might try, try one tonight because I'm cater waitering today. I think I might try one um, from my from my job back down to my car where I park. It's like a half mile. Well, that's mile. a good idea. Yeah, and I could just do that and see. How yeah, it goes. it's pretty inexpensive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost that much, right. but uh, but yeah, I would. Uh, it wasn't wasn't the as big a deal as was not as big a deal as I thought okay. it would be. I thought I could actually like tear up the hills or something. No, not no, so much. No, okay. no, I didn't feel in danger. Although I can see how some idiots. <laughs> yes, can. Trina says I'll discreetly try the scooters with you, Sarah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> secret scooters. Yeah, because somebody had said yeah because the lime one I heard those go slower, and then I there's no the idea. other one. Someone was saying that yesterday. I tried the one that was parked out. And then there's the other brand, whichever one that was, and I guess that one is the one that goes like 25 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, I was definitely not going 25 miles an hour. I was, I mean, I was going, it was a sprinting speed. Like if I sprinted, that's probably a jogging, a light jog? No, a little more than a, a little more than a jog, but, you know, not that fast. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I did. I feel ridiculous about it. So there it is. My lame confession is exposed for all the world to know. I did not ride in traffic, though. Let me make sure that's clear. I'm also not an idiot, and I don't want to die, so I didn't. <laughs> Good job. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a story out of New York City. That's where uh, our, New pals, York City. our pals Lisa and Brian Wood are there today. They are indeed. Yeah, I was writing to her, so uh, she had asked some recommendations for some bars there and there's this really cool one called the Double Down which is kind of the sister bar to the one in Vegas oh cool the, yeah, yeah it's related to Vegas. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's the New York version so um, she sent me a picture and they were out on the patio hanging out and they're having a great old time oh that's great I'm very excited yeah they deserve it I haven't been in New York in a long time me too I want to go back yeah let's go back yeah okay first up no. out of Queens New York in New York City New York City. Sorry, it's so hard not to say that right now. I don't know why. You can now purchase for a mere, just pocket change, $2,000. You can get yourself a 40-pound cheeseburger pizza. A 40-pound? 40-pound cheeseburger cheeseburger pizza pizza. for a meager $2,000. 
Okay. This is in what Queens, is on New this? York. A pizza con- uh, the pizza consists of five layers of meat, cheese, $2, lettuce, $2, onions, tomatoes, ketchup. Ew, ketchup on pizza and pepperoni. So the pizza is so large it takes at least two people to hold and has to be split in half. So cooked separately to fit What's into the, the oven. What's the size does it, does it say? I'm sorry, maybe I missed it. What's uh, the size of it? It doesn't say the size. So it says uh, the pizza is available at Champion Pizza in Queens. They have seven locations across the city, so I guess not just in Queens. So $2,000 for just like... But however, before you like uh, tut-tut at this, like all the proceeds go to tut-tut. people... Did you say before you tut-tut at this? Mm-hmm. Is that even a thing or did you just make that up? I think it's a thing. Don't tut-tut this? Yeah. That was just strange. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah, it's expressing disapproval or annoyance. Don't you tut-tut it. Sometimes I say things that I don't remember I know, and then I know that they're right, but I don't quite you know have, You are half, like, 80-year-old woman. Like, you talk about the hooskow. Some of the phrasings that you do, I need to start keeping a list of them. The dictionary uh, definition says expressing disapproval or annoyance. So, for example, tut-tut, Robin, you disappoint you me. This. Before you tut-tut, Greg. End up in the hooskow. Um, all the proceeds are um, going to be going to those who are affected by Hurricane Florence in North Carolina. Well, okay, that's good. So that's what I said. So before you tut tut, Greg. It's still ridiculous. So um, if you're in New York City and you have two thousand dollars that you would like to donate to a good cause while shoving your face. Oh, it's not even that pizza. big. No, it's just. It looks like it's just. Oh, it's layered. So I'm taking a look right now. No, it's five different layers. Yeah, five that, different yeah. layers. Yeah, you, and you did say that, but still. Ew, that looks so gross. It, it has ketchup on it. It, like, it lost me at ketchup. It has ketchup on it. It looks real gross. Okay. All right, so um, this is the last weekend you can order it, and I guess they have been selling them, so you need to call ahead if you want to go and yep, try people it. with that kind of money there. Exactly. All right, out of Moscow, Russia. There is a woman who has a paid job of being, it is called, I wanted to send this to our friend Jessica, who's a, you know, who loves cats. She does Or anybody love who cats. loves cats. Um, Send this to your cat people. There is a job in Moscow that is called Russian um, Russia's cat chief. So Russia's is, cat chief. It's a cat chief. So the location is in Russia. Sorry, uh, where? Zelenogradsk. I said that right, didn't I? I don't know. Zelenogradsk, Russia. Um, so what the job is to be the cat chief is to tend to their approximately 70 gray cat or stray cats, excuse me, that mm. live in the town. Wow. So they get paid, this person gets paid to tend to the strays that live in this small Russian town. So 80 people, 80 different people applied to be the cat chief of this town. <laughs> um, so it also, it's a town dedicated to cats. It also has a cat statue in the middle of it. And uh, it headed a, a cat to its emblem in a bid to rebrand itself as Russia's foremost cat-loving community. <laughs> so the woman who run um, who won the role of cat chief is named Svetlana Logunova. Uh, she was appointed guardian of the town's felines. She was given a bicycle and a uniform, which includes a bright green jacket, black bow tie, and jaunty cap. So she gives. Uh, she was given a budget of about uh, five thousand seven hundred rubles, which is eighty five dollars a month, to ensure that all the cats, ca- uh, the community cats, are happy, have food, get happily petted, and get free rides on the basket of her bike. <laughs> eighty five bucks a. Can you feed seventy cats with eighty five bucks a month? It's Russia. I don't know what 
I don't know what the going rate of cat. I actually I haven't bought cat food for a, ever. Ever, yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. I mean, I bought some like Friskies for stray cats. Yeah, before, maybe but I bought I it for know. like friends or something. Yeah. But, you know. All right, I'm so anyway, really up on it. so that is an actual thing that's happening, the cat chief. And for all you cat lovers out there, there's a town dedicated to cats, so. Isn't there, no, there isn't a cat island, it's a bunny island, right? There's a bunny island in Japan that's yeah. terrifying when you see the. Kelsey went to the bunny island. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's videos of the bunny Actually, island. Actually, I think that's where her husband proposed to her, was on the bunny island. I'm pretty sure. I know, it's somewhere in Japan. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. All right, I have a couple more stories. Which, by the way, Kelsey, we've gotten a lot of emails about her when she was on the show. Oh, yeah, she's rad. Yeah. Yeah, there's people clamoring for more airline stories. Yeah, so well, there's a reason. Next time she's in town, we'll have her back on. Oh, yeah, there's a reason that we've been friends for a billion yeah. years. She is just the apple of my eye. She's delightful. Today is actually her birthday. There's another one. Anyway. Oh, what? My old timey say? God damn it. I don't even Also, does an apple of your eye mean your child? Sure. Isn't that supposed to refer to your child? Why are you telling me what I can and cannot say? I'm just asking if it was used. The, in the sunshine of term. my life, and today is her birthday. So if you do know Kelsey, be sure to wish her a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kelsey! All right. Headline reads: Man ate Tide Pod, then destroyed seven thousand five hundred dollars of hospital equipment. People are still eating Tide Pods. That's another headline for that. I mean. Shouldn't that have, like, worked itself out right now? A gentleman now? by the name of Brandon McVeigh, 26 years old, decided to gargle down a Tide Pod and then destroyed a bunch of hospital equipment during an out-of-control hospital rampage, court documents said. Uh, so Wait, Mr. does it make McVeigh, you go crazy? I thought it just made you sick. Uh, I don't know. This one, maybe he was just crazy to begin with, and the Tide Pod just kind of assisted with that? Maybe. Or maybe the Tide Pod had nothing to do with it, and he just happened to eat one and then went on a rampage. Sort of dumbest the So Brandon McVeigh began yelling loudly while smashing four computer screens during treatment for swallowing the detergent capsule in uh, Council Bluffs. Uh, His alleged spree of destruction began while hospital staff were were treating him and saw McVeigh trash both his own hospital room and a hallway. It was finally brought under control when police arrived at the hospital and were able to pin him to the ground. Wow, because he was superhumanly strong Uh from his Tide Pod. Wow. Um, a police report noted the building was strewn with smashed computer equipment and debris. McVeigh was charged with second-degree criminal mischief and has been freed. Uh, of course, earlier this year, Procter & Gamble, who manufactured the Tide Pods, uh, issued a statement condemning the detergent-swallowing trend. I mean, look, I did Commonly a- referred to as the Tide Pod Challenge. I mean, I, I can't say that I didn't do stupid things as, as a kid. But my I God, did stupid man. things, I did probably dangerous things, you know. But not that. No. So, um, yes, this had sparked concern after people not were sharing that. clips of themselves consuming Tide Pods online. They need to worry, uh, warnings, you know, because people why don't do, know. Why that do you need bad. a warning? Like, how do you I not know? I don't know. I know. It's kind of like Darwin's. How do yeah, you not I know. know? I know. I don't care what age of child you are. How do you not know? I mean, unless you're like a two-year-old. Now, that's not who we're talking about here. No, we're not. We're talking about adult or you know, teens. Yeah. Who should know better. Uh, as you were saying, we were all fucking idiots when we were kids. Yeah, but this is... I mean, not all. Just and I'm sorry like to make it sound so aggressive, but yeah. Specifically kind of... No, everybody's done something stupid when yeah. they were a kid, but this is specifically just I'm trying to so... think of the... Wow. I'm trying to think of the trends when I was a kid that like, like the, you know, the idiot kids were doing. I remember people huffing nail polish. Uh, yeah, there were kids that huffed uh, rubber cement. Oh, yeah. There was a kid who lived next door to me who huffed fucking gas and died. 
Well, that's terrible. Well, yeah, don't huff gas. Just don't do that. And don't eat Tide Pods. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of stupid stuff that... Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember some of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, I think I remember vividly like nail polish or nail I polish or I did remover, not one of the two. I was not a gaff, gas huffer or a rubber cement mm-hmm. sniffer, but... Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there we go. Trip All down right. memory lane, everybody. Do have one more story, and this is my favorite headline of the day, and it reads as such. A Tennessee man has lost his leg after his son ran over him with a lawnmower after he attacked him with a chainsaw. The dad attacked the son with the chainsaw. This is kind of poorly, like, kind of confusingly written. So, wait, no, the dad attacked the son with a chainsaw. Therefore, the son decided to run him over with a lawnmower. It's a little bit of, like, things working themselves out. Uh, a chainsaw-wielding Tennessee father had to have his leg amputated after his son ran him over with a lawnmower after his father had chased him with a chainsaw. Officers were called to a house in Bristol, Tennessee, where they found Douglas Ferguson. I figure figure his name's like Dougie or something. Dougie Ferguson, 76, bleeding from the leg, according to a press release. Now, a preliminary investigation indicated that he indeed attacked his son with a running chainsaw. While his son was mowing the yard, his son, who was not identified in defense, ran over his father with a lawnmower. The son is not being charged with anything, so apparently he was just actually defending himself. Um, Detectives said, oh, shocker, that the father and son have had a years-long ongoing feud. Daddy Ferguson was charged with attempted second-degree murder and violating probation. It's unclear whether or not he had a lawyer. Um, Apparently, he could not be served until many days later because of the severity of his injuries. So maybe don't attack people with a chainsaw unless you don't want to get run over by a lawnmower. Yeah, probably a good idea. Life lessons. This is a whole life lesson one. And don't eat Tide Pods and there is a place if you are a cat lover in Russia Mm -hmm. that could totally use your services. Yes. And if you have $2,000 you can eat a gross cheeseburger pizza in New York. That's your old to crazy. There it is. All summed up for you. Wow. (sighs) That's a lot. I know, Craig. That's a lot going on right I there. know. There is a lot going on. Which is good. I love it because a lot of times I'm just struggling to find, you know, stories that don't really have like a terrible, and I mean, I guess the guy got his leg cut off, but he attacked him with a chainsaw, so it's fine. That balances out. But today I was like very, I was very excited to see that there were some not horrific stories. Yep. That's my story. Yeah. That was pretty boring. Wow. Want to do some ball talk? Do you want to do some ball talk? I got a little bit. All right. Stop. Nobody wants to hear us whistling. No, I know. Nobody likes this music either. Why do they hate it, it so much? Uh, people just absolutely hate it. I don't know why. They have like a visceral reaction to I it. Know, I know. I realize we have to change it. I haven't seen Brahim and Hana in the chat for a long time. I wonder if there's like, fuck they it. They just finally said, fuck there's it. Like, oh, damn. Even. I hope not. Crap. Do we just need to stop it all together? No, Greg, if I think a little bit of jaunty music shouldn't be that extremely off putting. Yeah, that upsetting. There are I'm worse Greg. things in the world. There it's, are worse things. Yes. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Alright. The main thing I wanted to do today. What's this? I want to talk about a little bit about my predictions. Yeah, Sarah? Boy. My predictions that I make every year when it comes to... Yes, the the baseball. Major League Baseball. Um, God, I had to watch... Baseball never ends. Baseball. 
test. I worked at, um, I was bartending yesterday and that game, I swear, it was just never not on. It went on forever. Yeah, that was the Astros versus the Red Sox. I mean, it was, when it was exciting, it was exciting, but my God, man, like three hours went by and it was only the third inning. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, it does last a long time. All right, well, before we get to that, I'm talking about my predictions. I do want to say this. Uh, over the weekend, the University of Oregon defeated the University of Washington in overtime. It was actually a pretty fun game to watch. Uh, but the Ducks beating the Huskies. Beavers didn't play, which was wonderful. Um, <laughs> all right, in baseball, here we go. I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, well, actually, oh, shoot, it's tomorrow's game. I made a mistake. I made a mistake, Sarah. No, I'm shocked. Well, I'll predict the, tomorrow's game then. So Boston will be taking on the Houston Astros, the Boston Red Sox versus the Houston Astros. And that takes place tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The game is at Houston. But here's the deal. Boston's going to win. Boston Red Sox will beat the Houston Astros in Houston for the next game. Okay. That was my bold Because they're one and one right? They're one and one Mm-hmm. Boston Red Sox will take the lead. And continuing on in the National League, though, as I predicted well before the season started, the winner of the 2018 World Series will be none other than the Los Angeles Dodgers. Because that is how I predicted it. So uh, the Dodgers will continue on their winning streak, and uh, they will win the World Series. But maybe it'll be against Boston. I don't know. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Thought I had more. Didn't. (laughs) Thought I had more. Didn't. Didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've done uh, done some pretty good work. Yeah, we still have. Um, yeah, the thing that we didn't talk about that we can talk about tomorrow. Yes, we. Yes, yeah, because I'm talk kind of. I want to know everything there is to know about this. There is stuff to talk about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, I do want to remind everybody of our other new sponsor, which is Pacific Perks Coffee. Yes. PacificPerksCoffee.com, and they are sponsoring us. I mean, they want you to know about their services, but more importantly, what they're really looking for are people to join their team. They have job openings. They want you to work for them. And there's a few specific things that they're looking for. Uh, you, you Basically, you just need flexible time. Uh, this isn't going to be like a permanent full-time job. It's mm. flexible so they can work with your hours. Uh, you need, do need to have a vehicle that can carry around the coffee equipment. But it's like the size of like a, like roughly of like a coffee table kind of thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, even less than that yeah. because if Tristan can carry it in his uh, Prius, in his Prius yeah. yeah, it should be okay. <laughs> uh, so those, those two things and just an outgoing maybe personality. But there's lots of opportunities there that they, they have. They have lots of events coming up and they need help. And so... What you can do is you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Pacific Perks logo right there on that page, and I'll take you directly to the Join Our Team page, or it's pacificperkscoffee.com slash join-our-team, and you can go there as well. And what we're encouraging people to do is maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you don't need another side job, but maybe you know somebody who does. Maybe your friend or your sister or, or your like cousin, somebody, yeah, yeah, somebody that you know. Your neighbors looking for extra work, or maybe they don't even, they have extra time on their hands and like, hey, why not? Earn a few extra bucks because the pay is good. The pay is good, and you can also, as Greg was saying before, it is part time. But you can set like pick when and when you want to work. If you want to do it in the mornings and the afternoons, it's all yeah. Like it, it's all flexible, easy so. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, definitely. Oh, and I won't say the name, but we have somebody in the chat who uh, has an interview with them tomorrow. Nice. That's oh yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. Awesome. Great. Yeah, so it, it, we really do. We we highly recommend them. I mean, they're good people. So we're not going to steer you in the wrong direction. PacificPerksCoffee.com. 
go there, share that with your friends. And of course, when they do ask for a reference, please put in Fun Employment Radio. That always helps if you are going to apply. That'd be great. Let them know All right. that from us. We had mentioned this earlier, but we do want to give a very happy birthday to our good friend, Gals Bells. Happy birthday, Gals you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It's a personal one that I just did there. Because I sang with it. You kind of made it worse. Yeah, it didn't really work out as like I thought it would. All right. Um, do you want to remind everybody of this too? Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Fun Employment Radio, on YouTube. Because now, for the first time ever, we used to have this for sale, but it's been a few years, and now we want everybody to see it. We have Nightmare at Nibblers, the actual ghost investigation of my house, is up for your viewing pleasure for free on our YouTube channel. All we ask is that you hit subscribe to the channel. You know, it's an honor system. Go there, watch it, share it, just hit subscribe to the channel. That'd be great. That'd be great. That's and the only cost to you, and it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a huge thank you again to our buddy Derek Lemire of WarPonyPictures.com. Uh, Warm Party Pictures, he's the one who actually put it all together. And before this was before he became like a famous award winning. I mean he was already director. like a like a, he was, no, he was like a well known film like videographer and like yeah. editor, but and now, now he's, he's like, like all he's won like awards and you know, like awards, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't quite gone to his head yet though, so I don't know, I haven't seen him in a while. I talked to him via text, but yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, that's I haven't true. actually seen him in person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, huge thank you to our friend Derek. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, we'll be back. We'll be back. Live at noon o'clock? Live at noon o'clock. Okay. Well, what kind of voice was that? I don't know. I've had a lot of coffee. I need to get ready for yeah. job number two. Oh, that sounds so, weird. So, no, I'm just going like to let that. you. No, I my am other not cutting job. that out. Stop it. Sarah's got to rest up for job number two. All right. <laughs> we'll be back up. tomorrow with more Bonneville Hit Radio. Stressed out about this one. It's going to be, oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, boy. It's a real pressure cooker. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I was quoting Meatloaf. Okay, stop. Stop recording. <laughs>